What's up, dancers and dance lovers? This is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. I'm Taylor Bradley. And I'm Alex Yankovich. We host an open conversation about the dance entertainment industry, striving to educate and inspire. Brought to you by Inside Dance Magazine. Find us on social media at Inside Dance Podcast. Or write to us at InsideDancePodcast at gmail.com. Let's Let's take take it from from the the top. top. Did you see that TikTok about um, <laughs> my friend? Here we go. My friend mentioned me in a thing. She goes, Alex, is this you? <laughs> no, but please paint me and a picture it, and describe it. It was you and I at U of A um, in like doing uh, Michael Williams's piece. Um, oh, really? Is it actually us? Yeah, no, it's actually us. And oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's this TikTok video that says, you know, the top dance departments or dance programs in the country. And then it was like a clip of you and I doing no way. The oh Doble. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I can't believe I forgot to do that. But my friend was literally like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me with my hair beyond my jawline. Dude, the <laughs> like legendary era of, of Alex Yankovic with I think the beanie that I'm wearing is longer than your hair in those days. <laughs> but yo, if you could pull that off, wow! And, know, and you're forever ingrained in my brain. And I don't know if I necessarily fact. pulled it off, but anyway, welcome everyone to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. <laughs> On that note, what's up, y'all? Happy day to you, whatever day you may be listening to this. On, um, we're really excited for a wonderful episode today. Today, we're joined by Mr. Nick Young, who's a longtime friend of mine. And uh, Nick and I grew up together dancing at competitions, conventions, and we have maintained our friendship into our professional life, uh, which I think is pretty cool. So definitely stick around for that. And we learned we learned how how much of an influence and like part in his life you are which oh is my gosh. it's it's so nice because i feel like we have our guests on and we're always like we love you we love you we love you and it's so nice <laughs> when like <laughs> the reverse happens it was so sweet to like oh. experience that with you all yeah just as i'm just in time for valentine's day but uh <laughs> no uh you may not recognize nick from so you think he can dance season eight um he also has created and founded his own uh tap dance company based out of la he's just an all-around really fun guy and one of the boys that uh i grew up with so stick around (laughs) hate myself for saying that (laughs) uh stick around for his interview because you don't want to miss it yes Uh, but before we get there alex what's going on with you how's life give me a fun fact about your week okay yes well first of all i just want to apologize to the listeners for like The last two episodes and a little bit in this episode, not in this intro, but when we get to Nick, uh, the gain on my microphone, because I've been traveling so much like with my mic, um, the gain was fully turned up. So sounded like slightly like I was underwater. And and (laughs) I'm also very like I have a deep voice and a loud, you know, personality. So I just would like to (laughs) apologize. I adjusted all the volume as best as I could, but I just wanted to put that out there that all about them gains. uh, Yeah. The gate, like now you can see the gain is turned down really low. And I, (laughs) you know, I did so many. (laughs) How's mine? We should, I should probably look into this. Oh yeah, mine's fine. No, yours is perfect. Like (laughs) I'm just the one who can't get it together. (laughs) It's fine. I'd like to remind everyone, we still don't know what we're doing and we make this up as we go, but I'm pretty proud of us for all the makeupery that we done oh my god um but yeah great thing for my week um i my mondays are freaking the best you know time of my week i just have like really hit a stride um with teaching these particular students and 
it's just been so fun. And I'm like, you know, Monday's like my choreography day. Like I'm literally just like playing and teaching and choreographing all day. And it just makes me so happy. And yes, that's been like a highlight of my week. What about you? I love that. And I love that you get to do that on Monday. Like yeah. when the rest of the world like is like, nah, Monday. And you're like, Monday. I'm like pumped for Mondays. I love I that. Love them. Uh, I spent my, well, my version of Monday, which is Tuesday, just to make things confusing. Um, we went tasting yesterday for our wedding, which was super exciting because yes! we were married in like 81 days, which is That's crazy. so exciting. Um, yeah. Um, but it's fun, but it's so like, I'm really bad at like taking time to like slow down and really connect. Mm-hmm. And I've learned through this process of wedding planning that like that's important, which is is good, but just foreign to me of like, oh, we're gonna sit down and like discuss the flavor pairings. And ta- yeah. And, like what Taste does it look the flower. like? What is it? And I'm I'm so used to like, thanks, good, gotta go. I have rehearsal, I have class, like something. So it's yeah. it's really been nice. It's been really fun, don't get me wrong. But um silver lining is like a moment forcing me to like sit down, be present. Yeah. Um, Cause I know we always, um, we've talked a lot about just the dance lifestyle and how it's always go, go, go and more, more, more and want it right now. And so uh, it's a nice reminder to detach from that and uh, practice, practice presence. Absolutely. Yeah. Slow down and taste the flavors. Like think about. Slow all... down and grab the wall. Yeah. Think about like. <laughs> We should live our lives like food critics. That was a gas like... pedal. I don't know if you got that illusion. But <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, like gas pedal. That song that was real popping back in 2012. Grab the wall. Yeah. Gas pedal. Yep. I yes, know. that yeah. was a part of the serenade for uh, oh. the Sig <laughs> Beta. We're not going to talk about Greek life. Okay, great. Go ahead. Oh, cringing. Oh, um, I want to talk about presence in this um in this month and earlier this month, we had a pretty big, uh, I'm going to say a pretty big dance event uh, that was surrounded by a whatever sport event, but that would be the 2023 <laughs> Super Bowl. And I um, want to know your thoughts about the Rihanna performance. Oh, I loved every single second of it. I thought it was so clean mm-hmm. and cohesive which I think just makes things so exciting. But to me, like Rihanna can do no wrong also. Like I love every single one of her songs since the beginning of time. Like I just love her so much. And I thought the dancers looked freaking amazing. I loved the choreography. I just loved everything about it. And I can't imagine like how nervous everybody was, but they all did so good. Um, I loved it. I thought it was so cohesive strong. I had zero complaints and then just amazing, amazing job and shout out to one of our past guests, Macy Swaim. She looked absolutely phenomenal and I'm so, so proud of her. And yeah, it was just like exciting to watch. And, and the, uh, ASL, uh, performer, Justine, I think her name was, you would know her name. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. She, um, I just, that made me so emotional and she crushed it It, all around. I just thought it was, it was so positive and I loved how I just give me one, one feedback, one critique. If you had to like twist my arm. Oh man. If I had to, um, did you uh, like the hazmat suits? I, okay, my one critique was that I wish like We Found Love was a little bit longer. Oh, well, that's, that's like my favorite of, song. <laughs> that is us. That, that is song, our, like, 
That's our genetic code. Me. <laughs> That's the most. Yeah. Wait, the way you just said that is so true, though. It is our genetic code. Like it is I the human genome project of Alex and Taylor. Eighteen years old, like yeah. being transported, like to the basement of a frat house. <laughs> oh my god, so... good times, good times. Yeah, um, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to Macy because not only did she do an amazing job, but she was thrown in last minute. Like, I think she was a replacement. Like, something happened. No if way. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, if I uh, read her her social media post correctly, it was like, got the call two days ago, learned it last night, now I'm in. Like, <gasps> I don't know. I'll have to uh, check that. But either way, amazing job. But that's, it, it's like, I feel like it always happens like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, but yeah, I love the, the use of levels. Somebody was saying that it was like, one of the most expensive Super Bowl productions ever, which naturally, so we hosted a little Super Bowl uh, shindig at our house with a bunch of dancers. And, you know, we were like, whatever for the football game. But then like everyone was at attention, surrounded by the TV for yeah. the performance. And afterwards, like we all loved it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we were then comparing it by looking at other Super Bowl performances uh and i'm trying to think what other one uh Katy perry obviously like super great uh gaga like it's i i it sucks because that i feel like is human nature is once you see one mega huge performance that's such a big part of like our pop culture society you're mm-hmm. naturally going to compare it to others which like you shouldn't do but i did feel like the it was almost so clean and so like visually pleasing with like the different levels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The simplicity I think can get confused for um, basicness, like compared to the other ones that we were watching, where Gaga jumps from the whatever top of the of the stadium, and then there's costume changes and Katy Perry's mm-hmm. and there's sharks and there's all these different things. And so, um, yeah, I guess it. I liked it. It was just very different. And I'm interested to know what the non-dance society world side of things thought of it, because that's where I'm hearing a lot of like, it was just boring. They were all the same and in all white and she didn't change. And it was just, it looked like a uh, a video game, uh, Super Smash Brothers level instead of Interesting. like, you know, but yeah. And from I think- a dance perspective, I think it was also the like you're saying the choreography like it's got paris has such a way of choreographing that is like groovy natural but like has such a way to look very messy like it's not your cookie cutter like line shape step kick kick that we've seen in a lot of these other past productions um oh j-lo that was the other one that i I couldn't think of um that had such like that spectacle feeling to it um but Yes, all in all, I thought it was beautiful. I thought the the simplicity uh, is harder to pull off, you know. And it, w- when you don't have as many pyrotechnics and lifts and and set changes, and still to maintain that level of like professional professionalism and entertainment value, huge. My, uh, one of my best friends was there and she said, you know, usually when you're sitting in the audience for those things, because it is very much like camera blocked, usually like when you're sitting in the audience, this is like her third Super Bowl she's been to. Um, she doesn't enjoy the halftime show. And she said this was the first time she did. Like being Interesting. seated in the audience, uh, in the audience. Yep. That's what I'm calling it. The audience. <laughs> in the <laughs> house stage, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the stadium. She said like it was the first time she was like, like could feel 
like the strong energy. The thing is too, I think it just also depends on how, I think when I, someone like Rihanna, who I know all of her songs, like Mm -hmm. she actually could literally sit in a chair and like, she wouldn't even have to sing. If you just played all of her music like that, like (laughs) I am so happy. Like, I think, and uh, there's some people I've talked to who are like, I want like them to do all of these extra things and like be dancing with everyone. I'm like, I, I am happy to like even hear the music. And like, I think my mind just goes to like, Oh my God, that must feel so good. Yeah, (laughs) But I love all the different, like ask, like everyone's different view on it. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and who is it? Did you ever see the, the, the documentary from the JLo and Shakira halftime? Yes. That was really interesting too, to think about like, I mean, obviously they really thrown a wrench with like all the COVID protocols and whatnot, but like seeing how so many things can change day of, and like, I can't imagine, or like the situation with Macy where you're thrown in and something happens like with such large casts, something inevitably is going right. to not go according to plan. And then, so I can't imagine then when you have like these, all the rigging for that with like mm-hmm. the risers and levels, like. It's it's really, really beautiful and like fascinating, but you know, like it takes a village. And I'm so um impressed with again the cleanliness, the execution, um, and the simplicity of it. But yeah, I I want to know who's your dream uh Super Bowl artist to perform. Oh man. I have to really, I mean, I feel like the ones I like Harry Styles. Oh, he would be great. I would love, uh, like, I would love Florence of the Machine. That wouldn't be, that's not like, I feel like something that would <laughs> people for football would be like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, right. No, but like, she would... I feel like she could do a stunning, like, beautiful, ethereal, yeah. like, I bet that would be amazing. And I think she has some pretty, like, rockin' songs. Like, Cosmic Love in a football stadium would be so great. I mean, but those are just because those are like my preferences. And I feel like all of the big pop artists have been, have performed in the past. Like Beyonce obviously is like my fave. Uh-huh. Um, she's done it twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably more really... times than that. Yeah. Just um, Beyonce thanks. What about you? Uh, hands down, no questions asked, pink. <gasps> oh my God. That would be freaking amazing. I yeah. love pink. And she's an amazing performer too. Like amazing she's performer up there. And like, yeah. She could, do, she could do acro. The spectacle. That's that's like, I'm so excited. She's coming to Vegas in, uh, I forget what she's coming, but her and Taylor Swift are on the same day. I'm like, what are people going to do? <laughs> um, and also, is there enough housing? Is there enough hotel rooms? But <laughs> um, no, I've, I, I I just know from what I've seen of like on the internet and clips of her performances that she is full out. She's the opposite of sitting in the chair, which again, I'm I'm not, I'm agreeing with you. I think that yes, Rihanna and certain artists have those abilities, but she's one that's like, nope, put me in the air, put me underground, put me everywhere. And uh, so I think I'm, she I'm pushing amazing. for her for Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh my God. She's so freaking. And I did you watch her documentary on Amazon Prime? It's so good. Adding it to my list right now. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's quick, but it talks about like being on tour with her family and she's so, you know, supportive and um loves her dancers. Like they go out to dinner with her all the time. It, it's really, really good. Must watch. Absolutely. Um, so Super Bowl. There we go. We yeah. did it. We done it. Oh, and it's in Vegas next year. I saw. That's I'm gonna be crazy. I'm renting out my house for the week and like yeah, make, make bank. Yeah, half my mortgage for the year. But um, yeah. So if anybody's looking for a place to stay, 
14 <laughs> minutes from the strip, beautiful scenic views. Done. Uh, no, but uh well, should we shiggy bop buffalo off to shuffle up? What did I just say? Shuffle off to Buffalo <laughs> to our interview with my good friend Mr. Nick Young. Let's do it. Let's do it. Stick around, y'all. Well, Nick, let me tell you that that deep cut came from a simple Google search of Nick Young dance. And I think it was your bio for Broadway Dance Center. So uh, it's out there, man. It's it's the Internet. I never taught there, so I don't really know how they got my bio. Great. Even better. <laughs> Is that, are you sure? It's I think so. <laughs> Unless there's another Nick Young. But um, there is, with that. Make any sense. With that, ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> help me welcome to the podcast a very good friend of mine that I grew up dancing with uh, in many convention ballrooms many moons ago. Uh, he's currently teaching on faculty for 24-7 Dance Convention. He comes all the way from Wisconsin, and you may recognize him from So You Think You Can Dance, season eight. Please welcome my dear friend, Mr. Nicholas Young. What up, Nick? You may recognize him from the season of So You Think that was like 13 years ago. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, though, for our generation, like that's the... That was peak season. The peak season. What? Oh, well, you're from... I mean, you had Melanie, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with Melanie, so that was pretty much... That was big news for Georgia. Yeah, and I grew up with Clarice, who I think was on season eight. Yeah, and um, we were on dance team together. Um in high school and we obviously like competed against each other our whole lives growing up too but yeah so i feel like those were the times where i was like so obsessed Super invested, with yeah yeah well so then all right then let me if i'm correct here then are you from california or yeah i grew up in orange county i was like god you should probably know this nick you should probably yeah. know making that connection <laughs> <laughs> um what's up nick how are you what's going on man how's your tuesday treating you uh, it's good, man. Um, I feel like I, 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 like I told you guys, I got back super late last night. So, um, I have, I have like two weeks right now. I'm just took two weeks off of just good. anything. Wonderful. Which when you travel like every single weekend, it's a lot. Yeah. Two weeks off. Um, so I'm just doing like a lot of fun, like just hobby things. And so like, whereas when I'm only here for three days of the week, I'm not going to drive like all the way down to Costa Mesa. It's like, go see a band and then go all the way back super late at night. Like that just doesn't happen on like a Monday through Wednesday for me. And that's Mm -hmm. totally to have this time to just like, not really think too much about dance uh, and just like kind of be a normal person for a while uh, is just really necessary and it feels good. So I'm right in the middle of that right now. So my Tuesday is like, I feel great. I slept in hanging out with my cats, you know, the dream. I love that. And, uh, (laughs) that just taking a break from dance i think that's so necessary from time to time especially i know you guys both teach on convention and so it's like i feel like moderation with everything but especially your dance your passion your art form your career like i think it's just good to be like unplug and i'm a muggle this week or today. <laughs> i'm not gonna point oh my, my feet and it's great <laughs> yeah well and you know some people like to their credit, like some people can handle that because they like live and breathe it. You know, True. I'm not, I don't, 
I love dance. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not in the I'm not in the camp of like it's. I wake up and it's all I think about. It kind of is because I sort of have to because it's what I do. And a lot of times, like those thoughts are going to be surrounded around like work or you know, it's like my life. But um, I don't need to like go to like a studio and like shed to get it out every morning. You know, <laughs> I like I really I take you know, I like I like that I have a lot of interests that are outside of this, and I don't. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't take over, not saying it's bad for other people. Cause some people can really handle that because they love dance and it shows and it's amazing, but that's not me. I think you can do it for much longer. If you take breaks, yeah. that are, help, invest in your rest. And then you have like more longevity of doing it for 25 plus years. Um, if you, if you want that to be the case. So no, I avoids totally, burnout. Rest. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I love invest in your rest. Mm. You, you know, I came up with it this morning. Did you just make that up? I did. I'm literally writing that down right now because I love that. Uh, I just that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, do us a favor. We know that you're currently residing in Los Angeles, but to start it, as we like to say, to take it from the top, um, where are you from and how did you get into dance? Uh, I am from... Uh, I'll say like very specifically like Franklin, Wisconsin, which is a suburb outside of Milwaukee. It's like 20, 25 minutes outside of Milwaukee. And um, yeah, born and raised. And then uh, I started dancing because my mom owns a dance studio. And um, so I was, I was right there out of the womb. Although I didn't really like technically start till four. I think it was like, I think they knew that I needed the most time, which most people will not have like, I have siblings and I also have nephews now. And they're like, go to dance and they're like two i'm like oh my gosh what are we even doing here can we just wait a little bit and see if they actually want to do it but that's like years of therapy like unwound and uh (laughs) figured out so um to each their own but yeah so i I started because my mom owned a studio and that's kind of how i got into it i feel like with um most uh boys in the dance industry i feel like everyone starts at like nine or 13 or 17 so it's amazing to hear that really you, yeah yeah i feel like most of the past interviews we've had like one of my good friends he started when he was 17 he's an amazing dancer um and he's like 33 or 34 now and yeah i just feel like i always hear about boys starting later and so it's awesome they will never know the trauma of a uh, junior jazz solo to feeling good and or doctor, doctor and or uh, insert generic boy solo here. Or just the all boys group. Like, oh, yeah. All boys. Group, Which man. is essentially just babysitting for uh, all the girls brothers while they're in dance. That's yeah. how I got started, kind of. Or even the dressing room, like the girls dressing room is like, oh, and the boys dressing room is like a post-it note. <laughs> 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 No, it's, it's not like even, it's literally the bathroom. It's not even. Yeah, either. the bathroom behind the like Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so wild! So, growing up with your mom as your dance teacher, how was that? What are the pros and cons of of that? Like, what did you love about it? What were you like? This sucked. <laughs> like, just I think looking back at it now, and after like years of kind of like unwinding all of it and therapy, is that like the the bridge between like mom and teacher I think got a little like questionable I think for Mm me generally but I I mean I love our relationship now and I think like obviously like as you get older you start to kind of you know when you work through all those things you you go back and you do like really appreciate the effort that she put into um just make it work for me like I played I played sports um my whole life and I, I would I would not 
pause at saying that sports and like baseball specifically are were my true passion and still are, to be honest. Um, and so uh, she was really gracious in making that all kind of work for me. And I think, I don't think that is um, always possible when you're not like, the, you know, the son of the person making the schedules. And um, so that was, I mean, that was great. I think the dance part of it was just tough. Cause like I said earlier, like dance was not like, not like an insane passion of mine, but um, you know, I enjoyed the, my friendships kept me in dance for the most part, like, sp- like Taylor, like literally like very specifically Taylor. <laughs> not, hey, I love that. Like, I yeah. take full credit. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times I like stayed at your house. So um, you know, like that for me was the most important part of dance. And so I think like the dance, like just kind of being pushed to be really good and work hard at something that I wasn't like insanely passionate about was just confusing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but being allowed to have, to like have a life outside of it to a degree, um, you know, I think was really helpful because I think that is what kept me grounded in dance. And like we talked about earlier, it's like having those things that you do beside that. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have just danced or if I would have stayed with dance if I was only like just dancing. So I think she knew that and knew that stuff made me really happy. So um, that was, you know, that was the good part of it. And then just, you know, like I said earlier, it's just tough when that, when that gap between like mom and, you know, I'm with, I'm either at home with her, I'm at the studio with her. I'm, I'm not even just her, but just like everybody. It just was kind of constantly surrounded by it. And, um, you know, sometimes you want parents, like to have just like parents you can just like hang with. I don't know. Yeah. And to have that separation of, of discipline and relaxation, like it's hard when you, when you bring whatever happened at the studio home with you, that has to be super tough because it is kind of a luxury when you get home from dance class and your parents are like, what'd you learn today? And you haven't seen them in like, you know, 12 or 14 hours. Cause you've been at school and at dance. And it's sort of like nice to, you know, share that with them. So that's but good on her for like having such a great awareness and balance for all of that. Yeah. Okay, Tell me about her Kenny Rogers deep cut. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. I put an apostrophe after the R. So I was like, there's Kenny Roger is it's Kenny Rogers. So I was like, there's Oh, no sorry. That that's is. a hot typo from uh, uh, the Gmail app. Then oh, it thought uh, it was Mr. Rogers. <laughs> it's, it's it's whatever he possesses. Right. That's the, right. Um, uh, yeah. I mean that like uh, it's funny. Cause I think in, in the email it was like, tell us, it was like your first oh, working at like such a young age. And I just thought that was funny. Cause it didn't feel, I mean, it didn't feel like work. It was a two month, two month, two and a half month Christmas tour that he did every year. Um, so Kenny Rogers was like a fan, like a really famous country singer, um, back in his day. And, um, you know, as he was starting to get older, I mean, he would tour, but then he would do this Christmas tour that would like sold out arenas. Um, but I mean, at that age, I started at nine, uh, and I got to be in it because, um, a girl that danced in my mom's studio, her dad worked for Kenny Rogers. And so, um, he was like the sound guy. And so they were already in the show and then they needed two new kids in it. And so I like auditioned for it. And I mean, it was, I don't think I did, didn't know like what it was. I didn't really know anything about it. And so I was like, I don't want to audition. My mom was like, you're, you're going to audition for this. So again, kind of with like the, but that, I mean, it obviously ended up being like one of the best experiences as a young age. I was like on a tour bus at like nine years old 
which was just rad. I don't what? Know. Yeah. And so like, I got to leave like school for two months at a time. And, like, That's oh, awesome. It's really understood it. But all the teachers were like, you're going on tour with Kenny Rogers. And I'm like, I don't even know who this is. So, uh, but it was, it was great. And it was just like a little, I don't know. It was like Christmas songs. And then there was like a second act. It was like a little play, like a musical. It was like all like original, like music and stuff. So um it was it was to look back on now like such a young age to have like honestly the tour bus was the best part just be able to do something like that when you're like nine to 12 it's like a two-month field trip as a kid yeah (laughs) literally yeah and like i guess i don't i don't really remember like doing all like the homework and stuff outside of it it just was great and um you know i still have a lot of um friends that were in that cast like today it's like people that i like visit whenever i travel that i'm still really close with um so i'm pretty grateful for that yeah that's amazing also a thought a thought popped into my head you know how honestly kudos to all the teachers out there who have no um shame in letting their students like go do their extracurricular activities especially with dance because when you think about like in high school with football and basketball i feel like the athletes I mean, how like athletics for, I'm using air quotes for how, you know, the schools determine, you know, what sport they do. I feel like dance was never really on that same level, but I feel like athletics, they could leave school whenever, like if they had to leave for a game, like they could be out the whole week and no one cared. And I feel like with dance, there was like a little bit more of like a, you're leaving class for dance. Like what are you going to Male teachers? Like, yes. And I feel. I would much rather my students like miss out on homework and have the experience of whatever it is that they're passionate about or invested in. Like, I feel like that's, you're missing school for a good reason. I feel like teachers probably need to lighten up on that. Obviously I'm talking from an uneducated point of view because I have no idea. They're, they're obviously under a principle and like guidelines and stuff, but I feel like the sports are like, yeah, go and like do whatever dance. Wait, you're leaving for to go to Florida for a couple of days, like what are you gonna do about? Sorry, I'm speaking through experience. Yeah, well, you're like, unpacking some trauma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could then get into the whole like school complex of like, do we even really like like what are we learning? Like, why are we right? Learning? So to like leave and do something that is like real life experience is like that's it's more than I'm gonna get from like learning anything at school, like at any age. Yeah, you said that way more eloquently. You, yep, yep. <laughs> well mine came from less of like a personal place so <laughs> on it a little more like less subjectively right subjectively, yeah. well nick i know that um uh you grew up through the competition world with your mom's studio you know that's how we met um and have uh, remained good friends for many years uh but fill us in i'm not sure if i know this answer what was your reason or decision to move to la um rather than uh pursuing uh like further education or um new york like what was your process in deciding um so i uh i mean the short answer is like uh i mean you we auditioned for so you think together Mm -hmm. um which i don't know i don't know if the world is aware but taylor and i went to the auditions together Um, yes i need to hear this box theater (laughs) give me more (laughs) Yeah, but I, um, so after that, uh, <laughs> give me more. Taylor got cut first round and Nick got on well, the show. Well, that's like, all that's right, about it. That's so all you I need. Whole, yeah. I, I was so cringy, man. Taylor Contemporary 18 year old Taylor. Did you wear a t shirt? Why do I think Taylor no, was like, wait, Taylor was my ride and he had gotten. <laughs> oh, that's right. There. And I was there like 
I'm like, oh, hold on, dude. I got to do this interview real quick. Or like, hold on, I have to get on the show. It's just like, I'm just feeling like a total dick. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can you wait another three hours? Like, I got to the last round. Like, what the heck? I was like, I guess I'll go to Starbucks for the third time. (laughs) (laughs) You were just like waiting across the street when I walked. Twiddling my thumbs. Yeah. Oh my God. What to say? Um, No, but I, so after doing that show, it just, I think, I think it was probably either going to be like New York or LA. And I think I was sort of pushed to do like the New York thing because mm-hmm. I mean, New York city dance Alliance. I don't, I think right. that, that correlation that sort of makes sense. Like we met there and grew up going mm-hmm. and knew a lot of people. And so, um, and I think my mom always loved Broadway and wanted me to do that. But after doing that show, I just liked film, man. Mm-hmm. I just like, liked being on a set. It just was rad. I, I just liked the energy and, uh, which is funny because honestly that, I mean, when you're obviously like kind of featured in it all, it feels a little different than when you're like a background dancer and mm-hmm. like, like a Disney channel show. And then you're like, Oh wait, maybe this does kind of suck. Um, but I, uh, I think I just really liked, um, the, I just like the TV and film aspect of it all. And I thought if I was really interested in anything, it would have been like that area. And I had no idea in what capacity, but I just liked, I liked the idea of like TV and film and sets. So that's really totally. like when it felt, it was the after party um, where I was like, uh, you know, the, one of the producers who, I mean, we don't have to get into this whole story, but he was definitely trying to have like hook up. <laughs> which uh, was not, was not interested, but I mean, he like, you know, I stayed in LA for a week after and he like got me a rental car. So like word, but we love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like it's, I'm going to take advantage, but there's a line. There, There's like a fun energy with like TV and film, just people in general are just, everybody has an idea and they're just like, yeah, I just want to shoot this. I just want to make this. Like everyone feels this um, like, ability and like everything's possible almost this delusion of like yeah i have this idea and i want to shoot it and like we can make it happen and it's that excitement where it just feels like it's all around you and it's it's nice to be around and to be exposed in that way specifically too i mean i know it was a reality show and you look back at and you think of things a lot differently than you do when you were on it but um just the grandness of all of it was pretty like it was like walking through a casino you're like oh my god this is like the lights and and the people that are there and like the audience when you're performing for an audience and you're also like on live tv it just was it was really like exhilarating no matter how short it lasted yeah that's amazing what's been one of your favorite jobs um it could be before so you think but since then that really stands out in your mind whether it was like a funny experience or just like a really special one yeah, I liked, I was thinking about this and I, I think probably anything on the set was cool. Just the idea of it. I met a lot of like cool people on Glee that felt like the coolest thing. Cause it just was, I don't know. It was a show that I like had seen for a couple of years and knew a lot of dancers. I was on TV before I moved out to LA. And so then to be like, you know, to be a, uh, in the show and the capacity that you've seen before was like, Oh, this is like cool to now see like how they make this. And um, I thought that was just the cool because of sort of like the nor- notoriety of it. Um, that I think was my favorite one, but I did not after it didn't take me long to do many dance jobs to realize that like dance jobs weren't for me, like in that, in that capacity, like auditioning for a Disney channel and then like being in one episode as like a dancer like that. I don't know, man, that just, that, 
after a while, I was like, this actually like isn't fun as much as much fun as I as it seems when you're watching it from the other side. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work, a lot of behind the scenes work for potentially little outcome. Like thinking about like all of the the time before you know you see that episode of Disney Channel that you like may or may not be in that you're like all the rehearsals and early call times and having to be at auditions and even before all that it's like the stress of the reality of being a dancer of you know having having your headshots having everything taken care of have your training you know it's like so much work to be like there I am walking down the hallway for two seconds you know yeah right so I get it exactly and just even the yeah, it's not as it's not as glorious after it's all done. But then people, you know, it's funny. Like people talk like he was on Glee, and I'm like, not really. Like, right. Like I don't. I wish I could really tell you how it really is in my bio. I'm like, I I don't know, man. It just sometimes, yeah. which made me like look at resumes a lot like funnier. Like he's worked with this person and this person and this person. I'm like, you know, they like maybe had one conversation. Yeah. So and that's not even like a negative thing. Like I mine in my bio, it's just like he worked with Jim Carrey. And like in a capacity, I really like legitimately did, but it was like for a day, you know. I yeah I taught him how to tap dance. I literally was just like body double tap dance, you know. So I mean that's cool. Well, like, really I, cool. Yeah, I'm obsessed with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Honestly, I made that sound like it wasn't like the coolest. Actually, it was like a, actually, I cannot believe I didn't think that was my favorite job. Cool. Okay, perfect. Great. I, I we're gonna do a series, Taylor. I'm telling you this now, so we're held accountable of like resume lies and stretches. Did you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I was in the featured room. soloist of this uh, <laughs> legendary work of this choreographer, and and that's the funny thing too. Four paragraphs long. It's four paragraphs. It cracks Whoa, me like, up because like they're some of the fat. Oh my gosh! Will, like wow. put in names of like trained under but like i feel like it that used to hold so much weight to have those like big names back in the day but now they're like trained under stacy smith and yeah. karen delgado and like or like trained under trained under i don't know someone really big during the pandemic when there was 500 people on a live on yeah, like yeah <laughs> that's funny that's amazing oh my god um so i want to talk about uh starting your own dance company um kind of where that came from and uh what was your inspiration for that well we so we had a class out here that i i kind of started with a friend and we had a lot of rotating teachers um and it just got like a good sort of community of people that were like crazy in the tap world um but like fringe tappers for the most part that just wanted to get together and have a good time at like 10 in the morning and so um from that spurned like just ideas when i started getting a little bit more interested in choreography and so that's just like doing like combos for that i felt like i was getting a little bit more confident in what i was creating and so i would teach them and then i'd be like i had one uh, idea i was like i really want to put this on film like i want to do i want to just put this on film it just would be like pretty straight tap stuff but i want like that exact example alex said earlier about la (laughs) so true of of just that's la is it's like people are always like i have this idea let's just shoot it let's film it and so i'm so glad that (laughs) You followed suit with that. You're so LA. So like not even making the connection at all to like literally be talking about this. Like, (laughs) um, yeah, but like my, my biggest, the biggest thing for me was that I wanted it to be everything like that wasn't what I didn't like seeing. Um, I just felt like not a lot of quality or money, frankly, was put into things like this. And so I was like, we're, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. We're going to 
film it with really incredible like equipment. We're gonna have the best sound. We're gonna we're gonna make it seem like because nothing bothers me more than bad sound in a tap video. Um, it just doesn't feel like you filmed it in the space. It's like you recorded it in the studio on a completely different material with completely different. It just you can tell. So the big thing was just like making sure that production wise, we were really, um, you know, we were really thinking about that first. And so we got like the right people behind it and um, that, and then that we, the first video we ever did got really popular on, on the internet. And so then we, um, I don't know, it just gave me more ideas to like, Oh, this is something that we're good at. We should kind of further this along. And then, so it came, it kind of came randomly. It just felt like, I had to sort of put a name to it. And that's so when we came out with like our second tap video, it was like, Oh, I'm doing this company. And, um, as I'm saying all this now, I'm just realizing that the real reason that I made the comp that I like put a name to it was because we did the first season of world of dance and like asked me to put a group together. And so I, it's funny how like you block certain things out. Cause that wasn't like a great experience. It was cool. But it gave you reason for fruition. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's just like the funny things that you just like forget about that actually were like pretty monumental in your life. Um, but uh, yeah, I put a group together for that. So that was able to put like a name to it. And then um, from that, I just decided like we did a stage show um, in Bermuda at a performing arts festival. And so that it's just like it always came from uh opportunities i never i don't think i ever except for like the initial video it was never like oh i kind of want to do a show or i want to do this it was like somebody asked and i'm like all right like a good kick in the butt to just like do it and it gave me it gave me something to look forward to as opposed to like well let's see what happens um so yeah it always it always it just kind of it kind of just happened you know like it naturally just, unfolded oh, Naturally, it felt right to put a name to it as opposed to just like doing videos and doing these doing shows without really having an identity. Yeah, I think a, a common thread we always hear from our guests and that I think about all the time is sometimes people, you know, have these goals of like, I want to do this job or I want to do this thing. But a lot of times you just have to do something and it can be kind of like uh, just the groundwork or the foundation, like making a video. That's really all you need to do. And then maybe do it again. Yeah. And then people sort of come to you, your opportunity, consistency, and people will come to you rather than like trying to reach for something without maybe having that first layer to show for it. Sometimes you just need to put the first layer out there and people, it, things will come to you. Absolutely. And you were, I know we haven't gotten here yet, but I know that you guys kind of want to talk about like, like, what do you, what advice do you have for like future people and then yeah. like dancers and, um, it's like, there's so many different avenues for it. And what you said, when you're like, people say, I want to do this and this and this, and then end up doing something like completely different. I think I've talked to a lot of dancers recently that are younger that have like just come out of college that are like really anxious about like not doing enough. And I know we've all been there. Like we all were, we all were in our early twenties. You get wiser as you get older. It's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to know that there's so much time when you're younger um, to figure it out. Totally. Yeah. And, and do and like go with the flow. And I know that sounds so like I don't know. I know that sounds so stupid because just like go with the flow, man. Like like you can't just say that. Like so you can't take that advice if you're not like that type of person. But I, you know, from where I started, I would have had, had no idea that I am doing what I'm doing now, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And I know that every experience that I had took me to this. But um, you know, being open to being open to anything 
I think, instead of just like saying like, I'm going to do this. And, and, mm-hmm. and that works for a lot of people. And that's a great way. This is not advice for everybody, but if you're like confused about it, just try to like ride the wave and put your own content out there. I think like, if you're, if you're not sure where your place is, I think like try to find a way to be a creator. Um, yeah. Cause I did not know I was going to be one. Like I did not know I liked choreography until I, I don't know. It just kind of hit me one day, but I choreographed I started choreographing stuff when I was 16, but I didn't think I like, I don't know how much I felt like I really liked it or was good at it. And then, but you just, I don't know, man, you keep doing it. And you know, if you're not shy about putting your stuff out there, that's also a big battle that I think a lot of people deal with. I personally, I don't know if I totally have that gene in me to be like, that just was part of this. Just like, yeah, I want to do this video. So we're going to do it. And there was never like, Oh, I hope people like it. Obviously right. you do, but I don't know. That's not going to stop me from doing it. So I think just be creative and um, try to find your own like avenues and just really try to find what you like doing. As totally. I think you have to do. Yeah. I think that's great advice for not only the dance world, but just for anyone life in general, mm-hmm. when you think about your life trajectory, but um, on in that same light, I want to ask you, uh, I know currently right now you're teaching um, on faculty for a 24 seven dance convention. Um, and are you still creating at the moment, um, or just kind of focusing on teaching? Um, cause I know you're such a wonderful teacher and, um, have such a big following through that convention circuit. Oh, thanks man. Um, no, I mean the, the, the teaching is like the teaching financially allows me to do my own stuff. So totally. like, the, fo- the focus will be on that for the majority of the year. I actually, I don't want to say focus, like my that's my job, you know? So that's my, my job that helps me pay for my apartment and my car and all that stuff. And I, and I've, I'm so thankful that I have found like a deep love for teaching, but it's definitely not anything that I really need to like focus a ton, like a ton of like time. Like I can walk into a classroom and have nothing prepared and still give an hour of like a really good tap class. Mm -hmm. I think I've now been doing it long enough where I feel pretty like confident in my, um, abilities to explain things as opposed to just like here's some stuff i think before it used to be here's some choreography and now there's so much more thought in the moment that goes behind like why i'm doing what i'm doing how i'm doing what i'm doing how to express them um so i do feel like i've gotten pretty good at just like sort of winging it even like choreography at like freelance choreography at studios um for the most part i can go in pretty like ill-prepared um with as long as i just know what music i'm using and what like and maybe some sort of like formation-y kind of stuff, like I can usually just wing that. So I don't really have to do a ton of prep that. That allows me to be here and like focus on my own creative things and the stuff that I spend that money on. So um, specifically right now, I'm working on a film um, that started like was first thought of before like COVID. And, um, you know, I things happen organically for me. So I try not to like force the issue at all. So it like took a lot of time, but um yeah, it's just a short a short film. It's like gonna be fifteen minutes. It's like acting. It's gonna it culminates in like a big musical like tap dance number. But it's um, you know, it's just a it's a short film that we're gonna want to do at like festivals and um, script is already written. The music just got finished, and so it's like it's happening. Just came back last night from location scouting a bar that we're gonna shoot at, and so it's like I don't know, man. It's fucking happening. It's cool. This is something that I've really wanted to do for a long time. And it's been a while. I really took time away from focusing on like company stuff or like even my own creative stuff to figure out life stuff. Um, and you know, therapy has really helped me out to 
kind of get back into this place where I really appreciate like my own creative endeavors and no matter how long they take that as long as the goal is still there to do it, it's going to happen. And so, you know, we're, we're pushing through and it's really exciting. I'm really excited for it. That's awesome. And I, I just wanted to touch back to what you're saying about how you approach your classes. All of that is just speaks to the professional you are. And sometimes when you can approach a class of like, you know, maybe not knowing what you're going to teach, but knowing it's going to be amazing is just because it's in your DNA and you've had it for, you know exactly what to do. And um, I think that makes the best teachers. Those are like my favorite classes. So that's amazing. And especially being a tap teacher, everybody needs tap. It's how you learn your rhythm. It's your basics. And there's so few, I feel tap, tap teachers around. So it's awesome that you are able to give that to all the students because they really need you. Oh, thanks. And honestly, it wasn't always like that. I mean, even like, you know, it's, it's kind of even been in the past couple of years where I've really, I've really honed that. I think I was not a great teacher. You do it for a while, you know, been doing this for like 15 years. So you're going to, yeah. and that it's again, it's like giving like kids advice of like, like you just like, as you get older, you're going to figure this stuff out. You're going to, you know, you're going to, it's going to happen. You're going to get smarter and you're going to, you know, you're going to work smarter because my body just can't handle a certain level of something anymore. So, um, yeah, I think it's just like, you, you figure things out and, you know, if you really love doing it, you're going to figure out how to do it. Right. Cause it, totally. has, it used to be about me. Um, like in my early twenties, it just, I was teaching, I just, it was, it was about me is all I was thinking of. And now it's, that's like the last thing I think of when I started class and I have, have, I've got, I've had closer connections with kids because of that. And that's something that I've really appreciated over the past couple of years specifically. I love that. Yeah. Um, Nick, I want to know, where do you see yourself in the next? What's up? Yeah, you Taylor. I'm sorry. Beautiful. Just, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not crying. I, I, I don't get to say that enough, Taylor. I love you. Oh, I love you too. Oh, sweet. You're my guy, bro. Thanks, buddy. No, Taylor's the best. Better, like. Wow. Okay. I I'm not being interviewed on this podcast. We're just so lucky. I'm really. I know I'm laughing when I say this, but like genuinely taylor's like one of the best friends that anyone can have i'm gonna yeah. end this interview right now you guys <laughs> I'm not, no don't you're making me you're making me want you more stop it stop, stop it <laughs> well you guys are too good to me but um nick i want to know where do you see yourself in the next five years or the next 10 years any uh big goals dreams plans obviously you have your film you're working on but anything else beyond that and the answer can be, I don't know, because that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I, I like, I do know, but I don't. And I like the, that's part of like the mystery of like trying to focus on being more present in my life is that I don't really need a plan because it's going to be figured out. And I, as much as I can, like, as much as I can just be in the present, that's great. And whatever happens, happens. I mean, goals wise, like, man, I mean, I would love to direct. I mean, this film that we're doing, we're going to, you know, submitted to festivals and all this kind of stuff and and we're hoping like some things come out of it and so um it just would be cool to see that but that's not the end all be all you know we're putting our focus into this project and you know not really try not to think about the future in a negative way of like 
all these shoulds and coulds and like wants. And so just trying to like focus on now, I know that's like the worst answer. Cause it's not no, that's no, everybody needs to hear it though. <laughs> yeah. No, I really, I really, as I'm just this age right now, I'm really just trying to like be, I don't know, just enjoy the moment. <laughs> so like basic to say, but uh, you know, and not, that's not without like goals and aspirations, but like, I don't know, man. I kind of want to buy a house. I would love to like buy this like place that I live in right now that I really like. It's the first place in LA. I've been out here for 11 years and this is the first place I've lived that feels like home. Um, you know, I, I will say this. I think if I can continue on a good trajectory of like success out here to like financially sustain my, you know, life in California, I would, and it would be cool to be here in 10 years because then that shows that I'm still doing like, I'm, I'm doing well, I'm doing what I like to do. And I've found like more success uh, out here. Cause that's why I moved out here in the first place was to, you know, just whatever success means like, at whatever time of day or like whatever day of the year. Um, as long as I'm like out here still doing, it's like, I'm pretty content right now. So I don't, you know, I don't have any plans to like move home or do anything like that. Um, I, I would love to just still be out here. That would be, that totally. would say, I think a lot about where I am in 10 years. And that's a testament to anyone. If you can, yeah. if you're in LA or New York, any of these big cities that it's, you, you earn your like local card that in itself is like such a, such an accomplishment. And yeah, so, man. and it really is. Think of how many people have like just like come through in passing, but then you see their lives and it's like, oh, you were meant to like. It's just different. Totally. It's not better. Totally. It's not worse. It's just different. It's so cool. It's just cool to see people grow up and people do whatever they end up doing in their lives and like know that you'll always have like the memories. I just have so many friends that don't live here anymore that I don't really talk to, but I know if I ever saw them, it would just, you know, like it would be so like no time had passed because, you know, they're just good people. Yeah. I love Amazing. that. Well, um, Nick, I'm, I'm glad to file you under that category of people in my life that, you know, dance brought us together and it's been so great to grow up with you, uh, in our different avenues of life, but still touching back from time to time. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, and I'm grateful to have you on today to, um, share your story and, uh, hopefully, inspire um some young dancers out there somewhere just like you do every weekend on convention but i want to know um what's the best way to keep up with you uh whether that be social media or if you have your website uh how do our listeners stay up to date with what you're doing um instagram probably i mean definitely wouldn't recommend you follow my twitter i just retweet like things that i think are funny and (laughs) that's not really um i just yeah instagram is probably like the best like promotional avenue i think people reach out like you can you know for any work related things i think a dm is pretty pretty easy and straight to the totally um so um, and your handle is oh um it's nick and then there's a double underscore it's not just one it's two Uh extra and and young it was the only way to get my name like there and without having weird letters so it's like nick double underscore young um is where you'll find me Groovy. Perfect. And we'll have that listed in our description below. But um, Nick, again, thank you so much for your time today. It's so good to catch up with you, man. Um, I'm grateful to call you a friend, grateful to have you on, and grateful to share your story. So thank you again so much. I hope to see you again soon. Uh, so please let me know if you ever find yourself in Vegas. Um, but otherwise, stay well, man. Yeah, I love you, dude. You are like, 
I, I know we talked about this earlier, but like a big reason, like the main reason I stayed with dance is because of the friendships that I made. And like those times are like, you see each other like once a year, but like that one week of the year was like the best week of the year. And you, I, this isn't just like hyperbole. I don't say this to everybody. Like you were one of the, you're one of the dudes, man. Like you're one of, you were one of the best friends I had growing up and I always looked forward to it. I stayed at your house in Atlanta plenty of times. Like I just, that just doesn't like always happen. I think, especially for me. So like you were a big, you're a big reason why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing right now. So I love you. And thanks for having me do this. Alex, it was really good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm just crying. <laughs> I just met you. So I can't really say as many nice things, you know, nah, she sucks. <laughs> there's potential for that in the future. But thank awesome. You thanks for having me. <laughs> 